With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Welcome inside, Jason and my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Go to geico.com right now and see how much you can save. Whether you want to play I Love L.A., or when the organist goes into the trooper by Iron Maiden. which Or is I Really Want to Be in L.A. by the Eagles of Death Metal. You've got all genres covered. Yeah, but I don't know. There, there, there's something about when the, when the organist starts playing the trooper. Yeah, yeah, there is <laughs> something special to it. When <laughs> Dieter gets into that, <laughs> it's a big deal. Current Ooh. win streak, though. How yeah. much do you think Randy Newman's made on downloads of people wanting to torment their office mates and families with, hey, hey, one again. Let me play it. Hopefully he had enough foresight to get the rights to it. What do you mean? I don't need to buy that. Whoever can, Michael Jackson can have the rights. Like that song's going to be anything more than a novelty. 
Oh, I hope not. <laughs> That's a lot of money left on the table. Now it went up to three billion. That's right. <laughs> Trade fertilizer. Trade deadline day upon us, uh, and we thought it was going to be quiet. We thought it was going to be quiet. There's nothing big. All these big names, they're staying. But then, then in the final minutes, a trickling out of news, a trickling out of big-time information, and here we are. Two huge deals. I mean, besides the Mets jettisoning Addison Reed and getting three pretty good <laughs> prospects for him. Number you have been one. doing the hard sell on the prospects all day long <sighs> and cautioning people that Addison Reed's arm may not have traveled with him. No, his right arm couldn't. Look, hey, Red Sox fans, congratulations. You got a guy who has been lights out for two and a half years. He's also pitched every single bleeping day because Terry Collins thinks I can pitch my relievers every day. So for relievers the Mets have gotten in the last couple of days, yeah, they got Drew Smith for Lucas Duda. Now they get Callahan, a couple other guys. Yeah, get ready because you make it to the majors, you're going to pitch every bleeping day and your arm's going to come off by the time you're 27. But you'll be a major leaguer. Uh, yes, you will. But think about this. Addison Reed is 28 years old. Yeah. How, I mean, doesn't Addison, you think Addison Reed's like in his late 30s? Well, you've heard from Adam for so long. Well, and he was with my <laughs> beloved White Sox to get things started. Addison Reed, isn't he 50? No, first, no, no. First no, baseball not quite player yet. my daughter ever met. He's a hero. Really? He's an autographed ball still sitting on, wow. on her mantle. That's yeah, you. that's Eleanor's guy. But the trade, actually, two trades of the day. And there are two teams that I, I can't even tell you how well they did today. And number one, of course, the best team in baseball, the Dodgers, getting you Darvish from the Rangers. There's so many different facets to what the Dodgers have done today. And this is why they get the highest of high grades. Now, I've said for a while now, the Dodgers need two starting pitchers. Not one. But this is okay. Not two. Because they went and got you Darvish. The Yankees got Sonny Gray. Okay. They went and got you Darvish. They got two relievers who I like a lot as well. We'll get to that, too. They got Tony Watson, Tony Sangrani. If your name was Tony, they could have got you in in a deal today. Uh, And Tony, Tony, Tony says the Dodgers have done it again. It feels good for Tony Danza to be the boss in L.A. once again. To be honest, didn't you expect there to be a third guy named Tony just so they could trot them out in one press conference? Here's you. And Tony, Tony, Tony. It worked out, and then they worked it in. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. Tony Gonzalez, TJ. Anybody. All the Tonys. All the Tonys. Tony the Tiger. Nice. This trade was great for the Dodgers, TJ. Back, 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 back. Got a good nap today, did you, buddy? (laughs) They get you, Darvish. (laughs) Tony Watson from the Pirates. Tony Singrani from the Reds. But here's the here's where things really stop into, and you realize how the best team in baseball almost became bulletproof today. Number one, they didn't have to trade any of their top three prospects. Yes, they had to trade Willie Calhoun, who the number four prospect in the organization. A lot of people were high on him, but you got to give something to get you, Darvish. All right, you trade A.J. Alexi and Brennan Davis, your 17th and 27th ranked prospects. You have a shortstop. Well, you already have a guy who's played shortstop. That's not bad. So it's okay <laughs> if you trade a shortstop and a pitcher is a pitcher. You get you, Darvish, who is simply having a bad season. He's not a bad pitcher. He's having a bad season. Now, the change of leagues for him, this is going to be it. Now, the Dodgers can sit back and say, okay, 
best case scenario, Clayton Kershaw comes back. He's going to rejoin the team in Arizona. He's already there to do some rehab, so maybe he's on his way back. You don't know. It's a back, and that's why I said the Dodgers need two starting pitchers. Now, in a perfect world, you're going with Clayton Kershaw and Darvish are one-two, and then either Alex Wood or Rich Hill in the playoffs because you're fast-forwarding if you're the Dodgers. You're thinking, okay, I'm in October, and I'm thinking about the NLDS against the Nationals. I'm thinking the NLCS against the Nationals. That's what I'm thinking about right now. Okay, okay, this is what we're going to have. So now suddenly you match up pretty well with your one and two starters against Scherzer and Strasburg. You are thinking about October. You can still go get Justin Verlander, who didn't get traded today, because he will easily pass through waivers because the Tigers owe him $300 million for the next two years, <laughs> and the Dodgers will spend the money to get him more there's so than no any sex. other team. No, no, there's a lot of sex. Because Maybe they Ver- were afraid that he had weak legs. No, Verlander's making a lot of money. No, there's a lot of sex. If you make money, there's a lot of sex. Oh, I wonder who makes more money, you think, now, Kate Upton or Verlander? Verlander. Still? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of money in modeling. Especially Kate Upton. I mean, uh, I don't know how really? much he does, but I mean, I mean she, Verlander's got the rest of his twenty-eight from this year. Yeah, plus another fifty-six, another seventy-eight on the books. No, no, I know what he's got coming. I mean, like per year. Now, does Verlander twenty-eight, make more twenty-eight, money? twenty-two? Yeah, yeah. But I got a feeling like when when Kate Upton would go and do that commercial for that app, like she did a few months ago, where she's all just. Robust and buxom, and what 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 she have to oh, spend? That's, that's what, just walking around. Right. But what did she have to do? Spend, Robust and buxom. What she have to do? Spend one day shooting it and probably got five million dollars. Maybe. I mean, so if she works five days, if she works five days, she makes almost as much money as as Justin Verlander. Great cash, homie. All right, wait. We got. We uh, hold on. The, we're we're we efforting. Have, no, we have, no, we have the uh, solution here from ecstatic. Golden Headphones, Dodger fan producer Justin Frostberg here. You go ahead. So Kate Upton net worth. Guess how much, fellas? Net worth for Kate Upton. Net worth. $18 million. No, way more than that. $18 million? Come on. He's not far. Uh, really? Which is kind of scary. How'd what, you know? What's, what's Kate Upton's net worth? $20 million. That's it? That's it. Wow. Justin Verlander? Yeah? Four times that. $80 oh, million. Wow. That's really, that's going to change. She's gonna have a much better next ten years than Justin Verlander is. That's gonna that's gonna flip and and, and go inverse. We'll see what the the tipping point is. But in the interim, I mean, that's a lot of money to invest. Yeah, uh, okay. As long as he doesn't buy a video game company, he'll be okay. <laughs> wow! Look at two shots fired at Kurt Schilling. Uh, wow, he's a pitcher. <laughs> he made a lot of money. Video company, hey, sure. It's happened once. All right, all right. Hey, you you made a choice. It, it didn't it didn't work. I'm gonna make my bank account great again. All right, and I'm gonna do that. You can still go get Verlander or anybody else that's owed a lot of money in August. So if Kershaw doesn't come back, if you're unsure, you can still go get him because you're one of the few teams that will say, yeah, we'll take on that $78 million with the Dodgers. We print money. Of course we'll do that because that's all the Dodgers have ever done. And then throw this out there. You now have a guy that can pitch the seventh or eighth inning in Watson, who was a former closer for the, for the Pirates. You need lefties. You got two of them. You know, Sangrani closed for the Reds for a little while too. You you did a phenomenal job today. I mean, you got you got way more than I expected when I'm looking at the trade deadline and Sonny Gray and the Yankees is close and Verlander's off the market. It's like, boy, now it's the it's the Dodgers are nothing for Darvish, and now the Rangers have all kinds of momentum. And then you hear they're out on Zach Britton and he's not going anywhere. And suddenly the Dodgers turn around and go bang, bang, bang. This was an a plus day 
for the Dodgers. They're the best team in baseball. They got better, and they got near bulletproof, and still they can go get more if they need to. Well, and that's the interesting thing as the day wore on. I mean, we we were up early working over at AM570 LA Sports, and the rumors were that the Indians were making the big push for both Britain and for you, Darvish, even though Darvish is what the Indians were had one of the 10 teams that he was on the no trade it is no trade clause. So the fact that they were pushing hard meant you thought that if there was going to be a deal, there'd be an overpay. Now, he's had two miserable starts in his last five, but three quality starts sandwiched therein. Over the course of the year, the ERA is sitting pretty bloated at the moment. But again, it went up over a half a run from that game we chronicled against the Marlins where he gave a batting practice in the 10 earned runs. It was, that was the worst decision. I get it. Three and two thirds of miserable baseball. You know, but it you costs you out, maybe you get Alex Verdugo. Maybe no, you no. do. We got to get Willie Calhoun. No, 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 no. He's not no, a three. No. Look, no, he was no, a 3.44 no. pitcher no, last no. week. Now no. he's a 4.0 guy. No, it's that, a different thing. That's something completely that Magic Johnson would hey, have said. Hey, the world has changed in 30 seconds. Magic Johnson would have said, oh, he had a bad outing. I don't know that we want to get. No, no, let's, let's give up a guy less less than Verdugo. Let's give him Willie Calhoun. No, he went he went Sonny Weaver on him. He said, hey, we live in a different world than we did 30 seconds ago. What's it going to be? I read all the fan boards and all that stuff. So you get you, Darvish. Let's let's break. You're not even going to let me finish this. No, we got to break this tie. Then you can finish. Frostburg, is that completely a Magic Johnson thing to say? After a bad start by Darvish, ten runs, we're not going to give up as much for him. It kind of is. Yeah, I told you. See, I told you right there. So there you go. There you go. I mean, so Jason ma- does know his magic tweets. Yeah. That, that is true. We, we've played the Magic Johnson Twitter game, the originators on this show. Hey, all those I just months saw ago. T- we made a big trade. He congratulated anybody who may have picked up a phone, walked over to the fax to, machine. To you, Dervish, oh. <laughs> coming to the Dodgers. Oh, autocorrect. Congrats to the Dodgers for taking on Luol Deng's contract. <laughs> <laughs> Change his name to Dervish so we can call him the Whirling Dervish. Anyway, so. A Dervish of a day, and the Dodgers end up with Darvish, DJ. Anyway, the ahead, point buddy. that I was trying to make, and it was a nice cogent argument, of was course. the idea with Kershaw, there's no rush back, right? You're, you're not playing for the next two months. You're playing to get paced into October. But you pick up the relievers, so you're not burning out Baez, who's already pitched in 45 games. He's been fantastic, but. You wonder if you get to that tipping point uh, of where these guys are, have been overused, much like you were talking about with Addison Reed mm. a little bit earlier, or Jansen having to do another five-out save or going through. And we look at the back end of that rotation where they've been going five and two-thirds, and you rarely get a seven-inning start. Now you, you get to stretch that a little bit, and you bring in two bull, bullpen arms, experienced guys that can help bridge you. If nothing else, they're preserving what has gotten you this lead through the end of the regular season. So your your best arms are, are fresh. And like you said, you, you didn't have to give up the top prospect to do it. Verlander will still be sitting out there. And there there's money in the Brinks truck if you ever decide to to go in and go further if Clay, Clayton's not ready or if something in Darvish is really there. Because there's been talk, well, is he tipping pitches? What's been the big difference going over the last 10 to 12 starts? Well, there's two that stand out. Several of the other starts have been phenomenal. So we'll see what moving to the NL West does. Unbelievable A-plus day for the Dodgers. 
trade deadline day. I can't say enough how good a day they have. You're so excited. 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca. If you think that's exciting, wait till I tell you coming up next, the World Series we're going to get. Then you're going to be even more excited. I'm very, very excited. Uh, now, Tim, will Tim be playing in the World Let's see. Mets make a run. Now, no. maybe not this year for Tim in the World Series. Well, he can be traded in the post waivers. <laughs> <laughs> or any year. It, you know, it doesn't matter. But wait till I tell you, after another move that was made today, wait till I tell you the World Series we're going to see. That's next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. A Judgian blast. Aaron Judge drills to the back end of the grandstand in left center. All rise. Here comes the Judge. Judge hits one a fur piece to left field, and the Yankees take a 5-1 lead. And now they're banging each other. A judging blast by the judge and the judge maker, and it's judgitutional for the judge man to judge his way around the bases, and he judges into home plate with his 74th home run of the year. I thought you were going to say 74th judge of the year and make it fully a smurf. <laughs> Like term, just use judge wherever you want to say Smurf. The Yankees beat the Tigers tonight, 7-3. Aaron Judge, yes, another home run, number 34 off of Phil Fulmer, who uh, saw his Tennessee Volunteers off of Michael Fulmer, whose ERA rises to 3.59. And the Yankees, after getting Sonny Gray earlier in the day, I mean it, I so firmly expect a Dodgers-Yankees World Series. I am now disappointed if I don't get it. I'm disappointed by anything else. And there's really good teams out there. The Nationals are fantastic. All right? The Astros, they're young, they're exciting, they're terrific. I'm so disappointed if I don't get Yankees-Dodgers. Because, number one, the Yankees – look, the Yankees listen to my advice. I said for the entire the entire time – the Yankees, I tell my dad all the time, Dad, you need two starting pitchers. Man, I know. Man, I'm going to have a Guinness. Yeah, I don't know. You know, all, all, everybody, I go, you need two starting pitchers. They go out and get Garcia, and today they go out and they get Sonny Gray. And for everybody who said, oh, you think Sonny Gray is going to be uh, inexpensive, Jason, you're stupid. Yeah, I'll take all your apologies at How About a Fresca because the Yankees give up a head case of a prospect and two guys who were injured that have coming back be coming back from very serious injuries. Tommy John ruptured Achilles. These are they it, it suddenly Billy Bean turned into Sam Hinkie. I was waiting for him to say, Hey, trust the process. We gave away Sonny Gray. This is a guy who was under team control and all this. And no, no, I don't like any of the packages I'm getting for for Sonny Gray. And it's whoa, I mean, I get look, I, I get you know what you're doing, but wow, really? You know, two guys that are hurt that you have no idea, and one guy who was so high in the Yankees uh, minor league system, they thought he was going to be the heir apparent at shortstop. And then he got mad that they didn't even bring him up, and they moved him back down in the organization. He just come back up to double A. It's crazy. This is who the Yankees traded away for Sonny Gray. Mateo, look, obviously he's the best player in the deal coming to the A's, but you have no idea about him. And the other and Fowler and Caprillion, they're both hurt. Poor Fowler, is, right? Remember, it has the the big debut. Yeah. 
and gets hurt. Oh. And then he's in here finishing his yep. rehab work, and he's getting ready to leave after seeing a couple of the guys say, hey, can I see you? Yeah. Come on over here. I got I got some news. But wait, what are you having? No, 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 we're doing it. Look, this. You just want to check up on me? That's really good of you. The Yankees now have taken their worst Achilles heel, the starting pitching. And thank goodness the Yankees are back to being the Yankees now, kind of. Not all the way. The Dodgers are more the Yankees than the Yankees are. But at least the Yankees now make a trade at the deadline that means, hey, we're going for it. Well, they're year. more than Aaron Judge because that's all it was the first half of the season. Yeah, they're playing well. But it's all about Aaron Judge and Mammoth home run blast. Now, Pineda goes down, and what do they do? They go out and find two starters, bolster things. You've still got a great back end of your bullpen. You brought in Robertson in two weeks ago from the White Sox. You brought in Todd Frazier. You see what you get from his bat uh, as the season goes on. But you remade this team, and suddenly you start thinking about all those old World Series battles. I want to start seeing the old Tommy Lasorda oh, footage that's, now. That's going to be the best part, is we'll get to see all the old video of 77, 78, and 81. A lot more Ron Say showing up on your television. Begging the Dodgers to beat the Yankees, because I hated the Yankees. Well, and I you, hated Reggie Jackson, and he stuck his fat ass in the way, <laughs> and that blew a double play, and is Steve this, Gar- I can still see... Is this residual? You, still, you, you and Walt really look, haven't worked this out, have gro- you? Look, grow, <laughs> growing up, in, in New York, I was a Mets fan, and I hated the Yankees, right? It was very easy to hate sure. the Yankees right away. And But when I'm young, they go to the World Series three years in a row. They get swept in 76. But 77, 78 were my first real years watching the World Series because I could stay up a little bit later. My dad let me stay up to watch the games. And I'll never forget Reggie Jackson stepping his, sticking his fat hip in the way of a double play and, and Steve Garvey pointing. The ball goes crazy. The Yankees score runs and they win. I was so mad because I wanted the Dodgers to beat the Yankees. And most of my family had been Dodger fans at that point because, look, the Dodgers hadn't been gone for, you know, they were gone for 30 years at that point. No. They were gone for 20 years at that point, but still, right. all my older relatives all grew up Dodger fans, so they were still pulling for them because they left. And I was, and I finally got, I felt good in '81 when the Dodgers beat them when they had when when they had the tri MVPs for World Series, which was ridiculous. Right. But just think, you think about that, and you think about this World Series, which would do for Major League Baseball what the Lakers and the Celtics did for the NBA a couple of years ago when the when the Lakers and Celtics played back to back finals. That was it. I mean, it was the world stopped. It was Lakers-Celtics. It was everybody. You had fans who saw this new rivalry, and they knew about the old rivalry. And Maybe you didn't know a lot about Magic Johnson, but you knew the teams didn't like each other, and you got excited because everybody was excited. And that's what this is going to do for the World Series. You're going to get excited because everybody else is going to be excited. You get excited when other people are excited about stuff. You go, boy, really? It's like hearing about a good TV show. You, Oh, that show's great. That show, oh, I want that show's great. You're like, wow, 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 wow. I got to watch this TV show. That's what you're going to see with people talking about the Dodgers and the Yankees. People that are big baseball fans are going to go, man, Dodgers-Yankees, that's it. I mean, you you talk about the the highest-rated World Series that we're going to see, that's going to be it. You don't get better than that. You don't get better than the two marquee franchises in baseball, each team with huge stars, with the two biggest up-and-coming stars in the game, the two biggest markets. It's everything. This will be for me. This will be a springboard. For Major League Baseball. Well, you look at what you got last year with the Cubs ending their 108-year drought and Cleveland being in the World Series and, and while well, looking to do the same, but a fantastic series and certainly good for business uh, for Fox and for Major League Baseball. We get those moments because we just had and commemorated a Hall of Fame weekend. Pretty quiet on the whole. Building up last week, wasn't a, a lot of chatter 
about the enshrinees and, and excitement. You, you, the parade was cool because here's all mm-hmm. the the guys you remember growing up. You know, for Bagwell and for Pudge Rodriguez, not necessarily the same same push that you would normally get for a Hall of Fame weekend. So you, you're trying to reinvigorate things, right? And trying to shake it up by getting the venerable franchises involved. I mean, even last year, let's let's look at the NBA. The Lakers stunk. We talked about the Lakers a lot. Yeah. The Knicks yeah. Are, yeah. were, are, were, yeah. are, were. Wait till we get Kyrie. Even Stephen A. is coming around to I know. I heard that huh? earlier. I was shaking my head. I've been saying for two weeks the best deal is going to be Kyrie he might have to the heard, He heard it here first. And he goes on TV today and goes, I think it's going to be Kyrie to the Knicks. Because a guy who sounds like me was saying it. And I was kind of having a dream. And I thought, oh, it sounds like me. Maybe I'm saying it and listen to a replay of myself. Hey, then I turned it hey, on. Jason and a. keeps asking where Skip Jason is. A. Then I realized it wasn't me. What? What? You are not Skip. Was, what it, is was it? it an awesome dream? It was an awesome dream. And I thought about Lionel Richie. And I said, hello, is it me you're looking for? And then it turned Turns out the Knicks are looking for Kyrie Irving. Well played. But the idea being, as bad as they are, and look, they haven't won anything in a long, long time. As you're long well off. What are we talking? 35? Long time. Long 30, time. What, 40, 45 years? Long time. <laughs> long time. Long but time. But the idea being that those were two of the biggest stories going. The meltdown with Phil Jackson and then the Lakers out here. So even when they're bad, they're relevant. Now, now you're talking about winning. You're talking about pushes into October and being able to play Yankee Stadium, Dodger Stadium, then Scully, mm. maybe creeping, creeping How about, out. You're already, you're already, already going to see that. I mean, come push. on. Hey, Vin Scully should call the final inning of the World Series. He should do. But this is why I see it. It's it's the Yankees' Achilles' heel was their starting pitching. It was terrible. But I love Garcia, and I love Sonny Gray. And in a lineup that's going to hit the ball the way they are, watch out. Because now the Yankees can hit you, trust me, in October when they hit you with Gray and Severino and most likely Garcia. But maybe you want to leave the door open that maybe Sabathia goes, something else happens or you never know. But you're hitting those three guys, that's good enough in the American League to get you out of there. And the Yankees will match. You want to watch out. Dodgers, Yankees, they should fix it because it would be so disappointing. Because that means we're going to get Nationals, Astros. Okay, now that you ended on a down note, I was going to get you excited about longevity here. Dodgers are built for the long haul. A lot of young talent. Yankees have a good core as well. And next year, their salary cap right now, their their salary demands down $100 million from all the guys that will be free agency and A-Rod's money coming off the books. So they can go in and spend, spend, nah, spend like the that. Yankees they're, they're of old. They're not the real Yankees. They're, they're, at least they're making a move. The Dodgers are the real you Yankees Yeah, now. but you can't They'll say they're, nah, they're still shades of the old Yankees. I guarantee you. Especially when they've got to chase Boston. If someone needs a pitcher, the Dodgers will buy Verlander before the Yankees do. Way before. Let's get him at auction. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. I am going to extremely excite the next person joining us on the hotline to break down trade deadline day. Just got off television after starting at 10 o'clock this morning. MLB Network, Fox Sports 1, baseball insider extraordinaire, John Paul Morosi. John Paul, I'm going to excite you right now. You ready? I'm ready. You're ready. I am to the point where if I don't get Dodgers-Yankees in the World Series, which is what it looks like certainly after trade deadline day today, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. But if we get Dodgers-Yankees, the impact 
for baseball, you, you can't even imagine what this – I mean, people aren't going to be able to imagine what this would be for the game. First of all, very magnanimous of you, Met fan, to say that. That, that just shows how much you love the game, that you love the game that much that, that you are hoping for this matchup. So, so, first of all, good on you, as our Canadian friends would say, a great expression <laughs> in Canada. Good on you for saying that. So, first and foremost, I love you. Second of all, it's a great notion that I do think has a, a good degree of credibility, especially on the Dodgers side of things. Darvish is exactly what they needed. They had only about 31% of their games to this point in the season have been started by right-handed pitchers. And they're probably going to face a right-handed dominant team in the first round of the playoffs, whether it's Arizona or Colorado. So very well done there. Uh, And the Yankees, of course, they get Sonny Gray. And more importantly, the Houston Astros did not. And the Astros had a very, very quiet deadline uh, that I think left a lot of their fans and probably even some of their players wanting a bit and wondering why they didn't make a bigger impact. So you got to love it. It's really a swing move, I think, for both franchises, the Yankees and Dodgers. And uh, I I think that that dream matchup you're alluding to uh, has a decent chance of happening. And we'll get to the Dodgers in a second. But honestly, JP, I was stunned by the return the A's got. Because certainly, you know, they got three players that, okay, if it breaks right for them, but they got two guys coming off of huge injuries and one guy who was a head case. I almost expected to hear trust the process from Billy Bean. Right. No, that, that's a very, very fair point. And, of course, you're referring to James Caprellian, who had Tommy John surgery in April. Uh, he, of course, will be out until early next year, uh, midway through next season probably. Uh, and then, of course, Dustin Fowler, who uh, ruptured his patellar tendon in his very first major league game. And then Jorge Mateo. Um, so, and, and you're right about Mateo. He's a guy that – uh, some people had questions about over time, but uh, the A's have to play on the upside. That's just what they have to do. There's a lot of risk here, uh, but I think Billy Bean has talked openly about wanting to have a full rebuild, which he's never really been able to do to this point. Um, and this is one emblem uh, of it. Uh, I think that they want to um, go as, as maybe high risk, high reward as you can get and hope it clicks because they know that the Astros in that very same division they're going to be good for a very, very long time. And to pass them, they have to take chances. And today's deal, I do believe, trading Sonny Gray uh, was a pretty big chance. I'm not going to lie. I really thought Jason was going to rope a dope you and ask about Rosario getting called up by the Mets. But since he did, uh, that's, why, that's why I'm I, really so excited. I have excited. a take on that one. I have a take on that one. So <laughs> if, if asked, I will provide it. Well, that's a tease for John Paul Morosi. We got, we got the number one prospect in baseball coming up. We got the Dodgers end of the deal. We have... John Paul on Verlander, all coming up in a minute. But first, here's what's trending. Jason Smith Show, Jason Mike Harmon. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. With us now on the hotline, breaking down trade deadline day, MLB Network, Fox Sports 1, baseball insider extraordinaire, John Paul Morosi. Maybe you saw John Paul on TV well from like 10 o'clock this morning until just now. But before First of all, thank you for watching. I have to say thank you for watching. I appreciate that. That makes you and, and actually I would even say members of my immediate family were not watching as consistently and loyally as you were. So I appreciate that. That, that is a great friend right there, ladies and gentlemen. JP, I, I don't think any member of my family has listened to me talking. How long have I been doing this now? So, you know, you got a few minutes. And certainly we kept checking in to see if you were still there like it was Ed TV. <laughs> What's he going to eat? What's the product placement this hour? 
<laughs> How long until he I talks about it. his I wife being a doctor? How long? How long will that happen? Well, we're, we're all among friends here. That's the important thing. <laughs> all right. So first, before we get to more of the trade deadline, hey, you said you had a bid on Ahmed Rosario, and I'm all ears for that. Well, Ahmed Rosario, listen, the Mets have had a tough year, as I don't have to remind you of this, but he has been ready for a long time. And I think it's important as an organization, the Mets had candidly run out of excuses to keep him in the minor leagues. His numbers were sensational on both sides of the ball. He's 21, so it's not as though he's 19 and he's he's a teenager that, that needed to prove himself. Uh, his offense has been extraordinary, 833 OPS this year at Las Vegas. Uh, he is potentially in the future a batting champion type hitter. That's what he is. A right-handed batter, of course, puts the ball in play. Uh, I think in some respects he's made, he's going to remind some Mets fans of Jose Reyes earlier in his career. Of course, not a switch hitter, but similar type player. So love what he does, love what he brings. Uh, the Mets fans have, I think, a big reason in him to come out to the ballpark there for the next two months. There you go, JP. You were on it all day long, Justin Verlander. As everybody was waiting for another big domino to fall, you had it that there was nothing imminent. Trade deadline comes and goes, and no movement. Is he now just the the prize when teams reevaluate a month from now? Well, he could be, and that's a great question, Mike, because his contract, I had an executive tell me today, um, of course, trade waivers we know in the month of August. If you can get the contract through waivers, you can trade the player. And uh, he told me, this executive, there's a really high chance Verlander's contract gets through waivers because there's $60 million left on it. And if that's the case, the team to watch very closely is the Houston Astros. They were a disappointment today, did not make a trade. Uh, they tried to get Britain. They were involved at different stages of the game on Gray and on Darvish. Didn't get either of them either. Uh, and so the, the Astros, to me, they have got to find a way to make sure they stabilize their rotation at some point in time in the month of August. Because Dallas Keuchel threw just three innings in his very first start of the season or very first start back from the uh, disabled list on Friday. And Lance McCullers Jr. has not recorded an out in the sixth or later since June. He really has struggled in the month of July. He is now back in the DL as of today. That was breaking news just after the deadline, very cleverly by the Astros, by the way. So there's a lot of uncertainty with the Astros rotation that I'm not sure they can fix internally. So, Justin Verlander, Jay Happ, watch them both closely. I think both will probably clear, or potentially maybe the Astros could claim Happ. But uh, a Verlander deal to Houston would make some sense. The Astros have just $68 million committed for next year, according to SpotTrack.com. So they have some flexibility. And Verlander, who does have a full no-trade clause, by the way, is exactly what the Astros need. All right, they may get beaten to it by the Dodgers. The Dodgers get to August and decide, you know, we may need another guy. So, yeah, we'll swallow all that $78 million and take yeah. it. Because as great a day as the Dodgers had, JP, and I got an A-plus day for them, getting Darvish, getting Watson, Singrani, they did everything they needed to do. If they still need Verlander, he'll be, they'll be the favorites to get him in August. Well, certainly. And, and I guess the one difference I would say, Jason, between the, the Astros and the Dodgers, is, is the Dodgers are really concerned about where they are regarding the luxury tax next year. And uh, I don't see the Tigers' stance on how much of the contract they're comfortable eating changing all that much between now and, and the middle of August. They could change a bit, um, but I, I think if I'm the Tigers, I've got to take a fresh look at this thing probably in the offseason unless I get a really great offer 
from the Astros right now and, and or in the coming weeks. And the one reason why that could make some sense from, from Houston's standpoint is their market's going to be limited. So the, the options available to them on July 31st um, are, are about to diminish substantially by August 15th. And if Verlander is still that option, then all of a sudden they may have to pay more to get him. So I think that to me is talk about trades and it never really stops for us. But that, but that storyline in August, Verlander in Houston, that's going to be the one continuing trade story that's not going to go away for the next several weeks. And that may well be revived in November if it's not exhausted sometime in August. So uh, I think that Houston is probably still a, a little bit of a better fit than the Dodgers simply because of the, the contractual uh, relationship with the luxury tax. But your point's well taken about the Dodgers still having some anxieties about their rotation. Uh, Alex Wood, Rich Hill, neither has ever pitched 200 innings in a season. So there is still some concern there about reliability uh, late in the year, and it would not surprise me at all if uh, there's one more DL stint coming up for someone like a Maeda, McCarthy, uh, or even Hill or Wood, just simply based on past history. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, coming to you from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, MLB Network, Fox Sports Baseball Analyst, John Morosi at John Morosi on Twitter. He's been on it all day long. He's his bed is calling him as we speak. Uh, but we got to talk about the Dodgers. Uh, now Frost- I'm ready. I'm ready. I-, I can go all night, guys. All right. Keep well, firing. well, Frostburg may have uh, have an Achilles injury. We're gonna have to get it looked at from jumping up and down after the deals made by the Dodgers today. They solidify the bullpen. They pick up you, Darvish, and they once again don't have to give up the best of the best prospects. How does this front office continue to do that? Find that extra piece without having to give up the big prize in the minor leagues. Mike, it's probably similar to the way that their team keeps doing it on the field with uh, with Kyle Farmer on his very first at-bat <laughs> as a major league player getting a walk-off double on Sunday night uh, to, to get their, their fifth walk-off win of the month of July. So pixie dust it is, man. Been. There you go. Unbelievable. His parents, I loved it. So I was at the game on Sunday night. I talked to Kyle's parents after the game was over. His mother tells me, well, we had decided we were going to leave at 8 o'clock until the Dodgers tied it. So good thing they didn't leave. And she said, or she and her husband were telling me, well, we, we missed our flight back. And I said, well, I, I think it's probably okay. I mean, I, I would not worry so much about the flight. Uh, there's always a red eye to take to Atlanta. There's only one time your son is the walk-off hero for the best team in baseball. <laughs> so it's a pretty amazing story. They were over the moon, as they well should be. Um, and, and so the Dodgers, you look at what they did. This was very, very savvy work by the Dodger front office because Willie Calhoun was the one prospect they could surrender in this deal without really compromising their future club. And by that, I mean, Calhoun is a DH type, doesn't really have an above average position on the diamond defensively. So for an American league team, it makes much more sense than for a national league team. So on that score, he was really a good trade ship for them for years, he was always the guy they looked at, I think, internally as, you know what, if we have to trade him, we'll trade this guy as opposed to Walker Bueller or Alex Verdugo or even Yadier Alvarez because he didn't fit their club as well. So they traded in this, in this deal a guy in Calhoun who didn't really fit their club. So great job uh, by Andrew Friedman, Farns, Laity, with the way they handled the deal. And, again, we'll see now how things slot in. Darvish so important because he gives them a righty arm. Uh, as I mentioned earlier about the, the right-left imbalance they have in the rotation. So he checks every single box. And Darvish has had an up-and-down year, but something about the way this team plays defense, 
the energy around it, as you guys well know, Southern California, the weather's pretty good here usually. So there's a lot, a lot of things to like about Dodger Stadium right now, the energy in the ballpark, the energy in the clubhouse. Uh, he's going to love pitching there. Certainly a 75 and sunny without a ton of humidity is much better than Arlington in August. So I think Darvish is going to find a, a much better pitching environment, uh, and I, I expect he's going to have a really great final two months and maybe final three months for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's on Twitter at John Morosi. That's at John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports 1 Insider. Check him out tomorrow on television for 12 hours on the NHL Network, previewing the (laughs) NHL trading deadline in the middle of next season. Grazie mille, grazie mille. Basta in inglese. Parlo tutto italiano e devo dormire, which means I should sleep. All right, I will say to you, hasta luego, <laughs> Placido Domingo. All right. <laughs> See you, See ya, brother. <laughs> All right, there goes John Paul. I'm just trying to think of words I can say good in Italian. Scongili. Oh. Huh. Just don't say anything dirty. No, I'm not. Well, I was. Th- well, you know what? I got to ask him since, you know, JP is Italian. I say, you ever have those horse meat sandwiches we heard about? Oh! Oh, we Italy blew it for the fourth uh, next, ne- next visit. We'll get them on. I well, promise. the trade deadline is gone, so <laughs> we'll be able to slip one of those in. Hey, bunch of the divisions are set. Ever have a horse meat sandwich? You know, certainly the teams getting their horses. Sonny Gray will be the horse for the Yankees. Have you had a horse meat sandwich in Italy? Hey, JP, you got a lot of good sources around the globe. <laughs> What's What's the best beat on a horse meat sandwich? Horse meat sandwich out there. If we were in Italy, you'd make my bed, DJ. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.